0: Now we're going to go into the NFL because it is now NFL playoffs. And let's just say this. The Pittsburgh Steelers are next team. They made the playoffs yet again. Frickin' Mike Tallman has how many winning seasons? 17
1: consecutive winning seasons. Damn. <laughs> Guy just doesn't want to fucking lose, eh? It's a well-run organization, culture, defense. Quarterbacks are a little questionable, so is the offense, but Hey. You get the job done. You get the job done.
0: We're going to have Alino tell us each game and me and Nick are just going to fucking go crazy. Give our, give our predictions because we all know NFL is fucking head and above shoulders every other sport in terms of viewership. Let's be real here. Yeah, it might be a little bit rigged, but hey, it gets the viewership, right? So, you know, you see the late in games. They go like this with their helmets. Oh, Vegas is giving them a little, a little, a little nudge. Talk. Yeah, a <laughs> little phone call. Hey, Mahomes, you're making this pass incomplete, okay? Don't throw it. Okay.
2: Interception.
0: There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Alino knows. Fumble. <laughs> but Alino, let's get into it, man. Let's
2: see these matchups. So we are now in the NFL playoff portion of In the Zone, and uh, we got a Saturday afternoon lineup with uh, a team that... You know, been a laughing stock, I would say, for a long time. That's the Browns taking on the Texans. Uh, Nick, I'll let you uh, go in here. The Browns, like, are they going to continue being a laughing stock? Are
1: they turning a new leaf here? Now, look, as a bitter rival of my Pittsburgh Steelers, Chris knows I I despise everybody in our division. If there's one team that I despise more than probably most of them, it is the Cleveland Browns. Um besides the Cincinnati Bengals because, you know, they're just a horribly ran organization. Um, I'm all for Houston at this point. They got rookie of the year, CJ Stroud. They got coach of the year and D'Amico Ryans. Everything is clicking. They're playing amazing football. The kid's a professional. I love watching him play. Even yeah. Though they, even though they kicked our ass this year. Um, but it goes to show you how bad Cleveland truly is. Like, okay, their defense, one of the best in the league. They go and pay a sex offender all this money. No, they did. They, they ruined the league by giving him all this money guaranteed. So they shot themselves in the foot. And then he gets hurt. Then he comes back. Then he gets hurt again. Then he comes back. And then he's like, you know what? I don't know. My conscious karma. I don't know what it is. I can't play anymore. Then they go to a rookie. He's not that great. He wins them a couple games. Then he, they end up with Joe fucking Flacco, old man Joe. Wano Super Bowl a Super Bowl MVP, he's slinging the rock. But there's no way. I I truly hope they get they get their asses kicked. I really don't want to see them win. Oh, that was funny.
0: <laughs> he is a sex offender, man. Uh, the guy got 200 million
1: guaranteed. No one misses Deshaun Watson, and, and, and he, and he literally sorry.
0: fucked off from the league. That's like you giving. Like, it's literally I'm, you, you're gonna laugh at this. You remember Ilya Kovalchuk very oh. well. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like that. Except yeah. in NFL terms. I mean, Kovalchuk didn't fucking rape anybody, but he basically raped the devil's bankroll and well, said, give me 100-whatever mil. I'm going to play a year and a half, and then I'm gonna, I miss home. I'm going to go to the fucking KHL. And what does Lou Lamorello do? Oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's actually hilarious, Alino, because I don't know if you know, Deshaun Watson's old team is Houston.
1: Oh, and 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 they're in Houston. And they're in Houston. Got a rivalry there. So for me, for me, I would love nothing more than to see Cleveland go to Houston and get the brakes beat off of them, while Deshaun Watson sits on the sideline with his hands in his pocket, moping around like a little bitch, getting booed. (laughs) while C.J. Stroud is tossing the rock and they're kicking their ass.
0: Yeah, I'm totally behind the the Texans bandwagon. Not even about the Deshaun circumstance, just about C.J. Stroud, how great of a rookie quarterback he's been, rookie of the year. He's actually the only third quarterback in history to lead with yards at the end of the year. Pass to interception ratio, the last guy to do that, Tom Brady in 07. And and by the way, Stroud's a rookie, which is fucking insane, so... I'm going to say Houston wins this one. I think it will be close just because of Cleveland's
2: D, but I got to give the love to CJ Stroud.
1: Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more.
2: We're going to move on to the next one where uh, I think a lot of attention will be on uh, this game for different reasons because of how many times the camera is going to go from one way to the other and (laughs) back onto the field. In the the press box. Yeah, (laughs) you got to get the Swifty fan base uh, involved and engaged as they're watching football, not knowing what the fuck's going on. But uh, Chris, I'll start with you on this one, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have that winning pedigree. The Dolphins, uh, they're there. So uh, <laughs> who you think's winning this one?
0: Um, honestly, like throughout the season, the Dolphins have been the better team. Believe it or not, KC has had a really bad year. But when you look at what the weather's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the coldest
2: It's supposed to be the coldest it,
1: like game yeah, of it, almost of all time, apparently. It's supposed to be like, I think they said it's going to be. Minus 10 Fahrenheit. Yeah. So is this Kansas <laughs> City they're playing? It's yeah. in KC. Yeah. It's going to be cold. So. Damn.
0: Miami's. I'm basically saying Miami's screwed because Tua, like, he's never played in this cold before. And Mahomes, I'm not going to say, I mean, Mahomes in the playoffs is like kind of like LeBron in the playoffs. Like you, you never count him out until he's actually out. I'll say Casey wins this pretty handily as the dolphins have injuries. And I think this is a bounce back spot for Kelsey. And we're definitely going to see a couple cameras go on Taylor Swift as she celebrates. So I'll say, I'll say the chiefs win this one. I'm not going to say they win the super bowl, but I think this one might be with the weather factor. I think this might be an easy one for them.
1: Yeah. The, It's one of those things where it's like with the whole like Swifty thing that's been going on, and even just the way Kansas City's been playing, I don't want to see them win because it's one of those things where it's like they haven't been playing good football. They don't deserve to win. Patrick Mahomes at this rate, if he doesn't have weapons and if he doesn't have an amazing offensive coordinator, he's not doing much. He's a great quarterback, but he's not doing much. The way Miami has played, it's been nuts this year. It's like having every wide receiver is in his prime, Randy Moss, and Tua's just able to chuck the ball up and he knows that he's going to catch it. They are track stars. It's going to be freaking cold. I don't know how they're going to play in the cold, but I would love to see Miami win. I don't think they are. It's going to be tight. I'm going to have to give the home edge to KC because they're used to that weather.
0: I think if there's one thing me and Alino, Alino, I know you love doing this. We're parlay guys. Oh yeah. (laughs) I think I would parlay... Tyreek Hill touchdown. It's against his old team in his old barn. Give him a touchdown. And I'll give fucking Travis Kelsey a touchdown because it's fucking... The playoffs and Mahomes is probably gonna chuck it to him eighty percent of the time. So those two guys in a parlay, that's probably like plus three hundred. Fucking lock that in. Long shot money line Dolphins. That's gonna be plus.
1: <laughs> oh, I will. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> will.
0: Probably like plus two forty or something
1: with that cold weather too. And if it rough. snows, Portua, Portua. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> that, that 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 Hawaiian's not used to the cold. No, 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 definitely <laughs>
2: not. He's gonna need this coat there, and <laughs> it's gonna be a rough one. But moving on, because uh, next afternoon on. Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m. You guys are talking about like all these stats and stuff. That could very well be (laughs) true. One thing I do know is Buffalo has been to the Super Bowl four consecutive years at one point, and they lost every single one. They're cursed. (laughs) They are. So, Nick, I know you're uh, heavily going to be watching this one. Your eyes are going to be glued to the Steelers, but... Buffalo, how many tables are they breaking before they enter? And uh, how many are going to be unfortunately broken uh, after they probably
1: lose? I'm going to say the over under for tables broken before the game. I'm going to go over five and a half. Oh, damn. Over five and a half pregame. Postgame, if they lose, I'm going to say, even if they, you know what, regardless of the scenario postgame, I'm going to say seven and a half, going over seven and a half for the tables. Um, Look. A lot of people are writing off the Steelers. I, I think Chris said the spread this this morning or this afternoon. He sent me a message. The spread was 10 and a half. The Bills are favored. Um, we're going to be without our best defensive player in TJ Watt. Unfortunately, my my favorite Steeler. Um it's going to be hard to watch this game. I know the Steelers are going to be gritty and keep it close. We can play in the cold. We're not worried about Buffalo cold weather. It's cold as shit in Pittsburgh too. Um, I think it's going to come down to if we can hold hold them at bay in terms of running the football and keeping Josh Allen from running up and down the field, I think we might, it'll be a closer game than people think because if our defense can do their job and maybe we score a touchdown or two, we might be able to win this game because Josh Allen in clutch moments, if it's not against Patrick Mahomes, he's throwing horrible picks. He's fumbling the ball. And kind of like some other quarterbacks like Ryan Tannehill or even Mahomes lately, he's due for a pick almost every fucking game or two. So I think we'll keep it close. I don't see us getting blown out. It is possible, but I'm going to ride with my Steelers. I'm going to say we're going to win by a field goal. Oh, field goal. Put some That's fucking money one. on
0: that. Um, I'm going to go with the fucking Bills because they're at home, because they have their best defensive player and their best offensive players. Whereas the Steelers are going with a third string quarterback. Mason, Which, Mason. which came out of his fucking ass. Started playing well out of fucking nowhere. And uh, yeah, they don't have enough weapons to go against Diggs and Davis and Allen. You don't. You really don't. If If Rudolph, I'll say this. If Rudolph puts up... 300 passing yards they're winning this game but with the way that they've been running the ball with Najee and Jalen Warren he's not getting 300 yards so I'm gonna let Josh Allen cook I know he's gonna cook I'm gonna say this one is probably around like 24 to 14 something like that but I will say if the Steelers keep it close it's because it's gonna be a fucking bore of a game
1: I will that's say, always how they play. I will say this. As far as I know, the Bills are missing one of their best um, linebackers on defense, Matt Milano. He's probably up there in the upper echelon of pass rushers and defensive players. He's missing, as far as I know, and they're short elsewhere in their defensive line. If they can't stop the run on Sunday and Jalen Warren is running and Najee is running well, we're going to run away with that game. Because if they can't stop the run, Look what like the first half against Miami. They couldn't stop the run, and Miami was running up and down the field the first half. Miami couldn't get the run game going in the second half, and that's why they lost. So if we can do that, it's going to be close, but I think we might be able to squeeze one out. I say Bills
2: 24-14. I'm going to be looking forward to after the game, all the videos online of somebody getting a swanton bomb through the table. But moving on to, uh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, we got the Green Bay Packers taking on America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> it's a rivalry uh, <laughs> game,
1: too. Huge <laughs> we're rivalry to, game.
2: We're see Stephen A. Smith stroll in there with get the, get the cowboy car, the cowboy hat. Uh, Chris, what do you think uh, about this game? And do you think the Cowboys will finally uh, turn a corner here and get a just any run possible, any positive? There's a lot of negativity going around
0: Cowboys Nation because every time they play, it's like. I'll give you this because I know you you don't know like about the feuds too well but it's like Dallas in this situation is the Leafs and Green Bay is Boston every time Green Bay at least in recent memory every time Dallas has faced Green Bay Green Bay has always come out on top it doesn't matter what seed they are this year I think it's different I think Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb are legit I think they're elite offensive players I love the addition of Brandon Cooks I love uh what's his name? Jake Ferguson, their rookie uh, tight end. And I think they just have too many weapons. It's in Dallas. It's in a dome where they're comfortable. I, I think Jordan love. It's a great story for green Bay. They're the youngest team in the league. It's kind of like what as well with the, when the Leafs made the playoffs in 2016, they were the youngest team, no expectations. We took, I think Washington the six and we lost. I'll say the same thing here for green Bay. They're young. They're inexperienced. They'll come up short against Dallas.
1: You, I, yeah, Same. I got to agree with Chris as much as I hate the Cowboys and I hate the Cowboys probably almost as much as I hate the Bengals, maybe a little more. The Cowboys have everything that a lot of teams don't in the NFL. Solid defense and an offense that's just firing on all cylinders. And I mean, Jordan Love might have to have like an Aaron Rodgers-esque MVP caliber kind of game if they're going to win. I mean, if he's able to do that, that's going to prove a lot of people wrong and that's going to shut up Cowboy Nation. Um, but I don't know if that's going to happen because that pass rush that Dallas has is terrifying. Their secondary is great as well even though they've got some injuries there too. I don't know. This game this game might, of all games, might be the one where it they get boat raced. Dallas might come out so hot at home and just boat race them and then it's over by halftime. I know it's a playoff game. You're going to have to play the whole game, but if Dallas is firing all cylinders and I hate to give them this credit, they might blow them out by 20 or 30. It's possible.
0: They're that good, man. CD
2: Lamb is probably the second top. He's top two wide receiver in the league for sure.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Then uh,
2: we got two night ones, both at the same time. Uh, one's on Sunday night at 8 and the other one's on Monday night at 8. So the prime time hours, they're going to get a lot of uh, viewers for this one. L.A., Detroit. I've been hearing a lot about Detroit this year.
1: Are they uh, for real in this uh, season? I got I got a lot of great things to say about the Detroit Lions. Um, Chris and I were lucky enough to go to our first NFL game this year. Um, just before Halloween, we got to go watch the Detroit Lions play Monday night primetime against the Las Vegas Raiders in Detroit. If you haven't watched a football game, and this is for anyone listening, Alino yourself as well, go watch a football game. Don't go to the CFL. Not for nothing. It's not the same. Go to NCAA if you want to watch there first. But if not, and you can go to a Detroit Lions game, if you can't go to Buffalo or even maybe try Chicago, you will fall in love with watching the game of football. I said to Chris, if I didn't have a team that night, I would have probably left a Lions fan. One, They got the coach right now. They got the culture. Everyone's bought in. And everyone's just playing for the lines. They're playing for each other. It's like perfect. It's like what Torts has done with Philly this year. He's turned around a franchise that hasn't been that great for some time. And they're playing really good football. It's a Matt Stafford kind of Jared Goff revenge game. They're both playing against their old teams. It's going to be interesting to see. I think Detroit's going to win. Chris has kind of been been a little hesitant with my take there, but... Detroit at home in their barn, it's going to get loud. It's going to be rowdy. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to say Detroit's going to win by 14.
0: Um, this is like John Tavares returning to the island. Um, Matt Ooh. Stafford Matt Stafford was their quarterback for a long time. He broke records with Calvin Johnson, the 2,000 yards. Puka, uh, what's his name? Puka Nukua, the most rookie. Fifth Who was his quarterback? Round. Matt Stafford. So Matt Stafford likes throwing the ball a lot. He's comfortable in that stadium. Whereas when there's a lot of quarterbacks that are uncomfortable, they'll throw picks. They'll make stupid turnovers. Matt Stafford's a guy where he's a good pro. He just won the Super Bowl two years ago against my fucking Bengals. I'm not a big Stafford fan because of that, but I got to give him his flowers. He's been a phenomenal gunslinger his whole career. This Detroit team, as good as they've been, they don't have the experience in these big moments. Jared Goff has gone to the Super Bowl. He's lost. He's lost. I don't know. I think at this point, it comes down to the quarterbacks. Stafford, to me, is a little bit better. I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with the Rams to win. And if hey, if the Rams don't win, I'll say it's literally by like one or two. I think this comes down to like the final play. It's going to be one of those games where it's at 8 p.m. at night. People will be talking about it the next morning.
1: Definitely. Definitely a must, a must watch. If if you are a romantic when it comes to stories and sports... That is a must watch. Yep. Without a doubt. Full
2: circle. Yeah. 100%. And uh, as we go to the final game here, pull it up. There it is. Yeah, this one is like the last one in the playoffs is always the interesting one because, you know, every single team, whether they won or lost, they're all going to be sizing both of these teams up. Like, ah, look at the look at the holes in their game. Look at this team. Oh, this guy's going to be available tomorrow morning. We can go make a meeting because he's getting (laughs) fired. But we got the Eagles and we got the Buccaneers. Nick, you know, everyone's going to be talking about Tom Brady because of what he did at his age there in Tampa. Do they have more pressure to win here?
1: The Eagles have probably the most pressure in terms of any other team in this wild card weekend because of how they ended the season. You know, they went from being the number one seed or the number two seed in the NFC to being, I think they were the fifth or sixth when it was all said and done. They haven't been clicking at all offensively, and defensively, they've been a, a bit of the shell of themselves. Um, personally, the way Baker Mayfield's been playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're kind of laughing because it's like, Cleveland, you guys you guys can't find a quarterback. You got to get a guy that was more or less retired to come and play football for you guys. Um, he's been playing really good football, Baker. I, I'm not a fan of Baker Mayfield, um, but he's been playing good football, and it's going to be tough to stop him, believe it or not. I want the Eagles to win because you know I gotta support our, our fellow Paisana, uh, Siriani and uh, big uh, big Dom that got kicked off the oh, sidelines early in the year. <laughs> <laughs> gotta support our gotta support the fellow Italians in Philly. But uh, I want to see the Eagles win just so that they you know people can say that them going to the Super Bowl wasn't a fluke because on paper they're one of the best teams in football, if not the best, maybe besides San Fran. Um, so I want to see them win and. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be nip and tuck, but if Philly gets the edge early and they're clicking, it's going to be a blowout. It won't be close.
0: I think uh, I got to give all the credit to Baker Mayfield. Replacing Tom Brady is never, it's never easy. And um, the coaching staff got a lot of pressure early on because I think they started the season. I think they were three and seven, something like that. And then all of a sudden Mayfield just kept throw in those touchdowns to Mike Evans. The thing with Tampa Bay is they have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin as wide receivers. Those guys will freaking kill you if Mayfield is on. But when I look at Philly, how bad they've been the last five weeks, I think this is the game where they literally pull out all the stops and they fucking kill them. I, I love Tampa. Their division is poor. I think they're, they made the playoffs are nine and eight. Same record as the Bengals. Bengals didn't make it. That just proves how bad that division is. I think this is a Jalen Hurts dynasty game. I think he absolutely goes off in this one. They can't stop the run. Um the Phillies defense, especially with the passing is way too strong. I think they were third in the league in interception rate. This one to me, honestly, I think like what Nick said about the cowboy game, I think this one could be done at halftime and Phillies on the road.
1: Yeah. And you know, the one thing I got, I, I forgot to touch upon and Chris, you kind of brought me back to this point that I didn't touch upon Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing with house money. I mean, yeah, you can say Baker's got a ton of pressure playing, filling in the shoes that Tom Brady left, I don't think that's the case because they needed a quarterback. They went out and got him. They didn't pay him a lot of money. He's playing, so he can get paid next year. So house money. He's got nothing to lose if you really think about it. Because say they do lose and he plays a decent game, he'll be back in Tampa next year. Um, In Philly, they got everything to lose. They lose. They lose on Monday. Monday night. Sirianni's going to get fired. Guys are going to get traded. The whole thing is going to get blown up to smithereens in terms of like a front office scenario instead of like, let's say personnel. So Philly definitely has the pressure on them. You know, the magnifying glasses on them hard, but they'll rise to the occasion. They have in the past. I don't see why they can't now, but like I said, and like how Chris said, it could be a blow up by halftime. Anything's possible. We just got to see which Eagles decide to show up going to be a good one.
2: Monday night in uh, Philly. Those players, Wrestlemania in Philly this year. There you go. Imagine <laughs> if some of those players can become stars during this whole run. Fairytale run. Win it. Become that dynasty. You maybe become uh, involved at Wrestlemania instead of just in the 10th row.
0: Hey, I got a pitch. Alino, you're going to fucking love this. You might have to put this on a reel. We talked about Cutter Gauthier early on in the show. If WWE's smart, you have Cutter Gauthier come out with Dom Mysterio at Wrestlemania. Oh. <laughs> You want and to talk about heel heat, right there, and there your it is. Torts
1: come
2: on and beat
0: their and shit, then, up.
1: and then and then you have Bryce Harper and Jason Kelsey come out for Philly and just squash them, just absolute whale of little twerps. Oh my god, man, it, it's crazy. It's you know Wild Card Weekend is going to be a hell of a hell of a time. Whether your team's in, whether your team's out, whether you're going to be nervous or stressed. Just try to enjoy because before we know it, football is going to be over and then, you know, all you football fans are going to be with withdrawal within the next few weeks. So once again, thank you guys for listening to this episode of In The Zone. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Check us out on Spotify and everywhere else you get our podcast. Thanks again, guys. Have a wonderful evening. Peace.